Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Thank you for joining us on Easy's Community Focus, where we look at the issues that matter in South Florida and the people and organizations that are making a difference. Anything that impacts our children is a priority. And along with hunger and child abuse, childhood cancer is perhaps one of the most devastating things to impact a child that's diagnosed and the child's family. In South Florida, we have an organization that's working to improve treatments for children with cancer and also to help ease the difficulties for the families that are dealing with a cancer diagnosis for their child. And to tell us about the work of the I Care, I Cure Childhood Cancer Foundation, it's my pleasure to welcome the co-president of this nonprofit, Steve Greenbaum. Thank you for being here. It's my pleasure. I'm happy to be here. There's so much to talk about. It's such an important mission that you have with I Care, I Cure. Before we get into exactly what the organization does, tell me why the work is so important to you and your personal connection. Uh, back in 1983, my oldest son was diagnosed with liver cancer when he was just eight months old. Mm had surgery, and then underwent almost one year of chemotherapy. And during his treatments, he almost died of a blood infection. Uh, We were really lucky, though. He happened to have just turned 37 the other day and is cancer-free. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. What's still scary, though, Ellen, is that we have no idea what the long-term effects are going to be from the toxic drugs he took to beat his liver cancer. And the real concern is based on current statistics. Every day, 43 children are diagnosed with cancer in the U.S., and over 300,000 new diagnoses are found worldwide every year with children with cancer. So that's why this organization is very important to me and to my family. And I Care, I Cure deals with children with all kinds of cancer. That's correct. Uh, We don't discriminate, and unfortunately, there are very many childhood cancers that warrant a lot of uh, scrutiny and a lot of care. What are the most prevalent cancers in children? Well, certainly leukemia is one of the most prevalent cancers. In fact, that was the cancer that the son of the founders had that uh, resulted in him ultimately passing away from the treatments that he had trying to cure his cancer. Can't even imagine what it's like for a parent to have to deal with that. And I know there's been a tremendous amount of improvement in treatments, particularly with leukemia. But again, you see the stories about children, as you mentioned, with your child with liver cancer, with brain tumors, uh, you know, just about anything that an adult can be affected with, a child can be affected with. And you mentioned specifically that it's the toxic treatments that contribute to the difficulty of being able to overcome cancer. That's correct, Ellen. And what we're trying to do is through I Care, I Care and several other charities that are similar, including, for instance, Alex's Lemonade Stand up in Philadelphia, a charity that we partner with on research projects. We're trying to find less toxic cures for childhood cancer. So that involves a lot of research, a lot of money for that research, and unfortunately, 
only about 4% of federal funds in the United States are directed toward childhood cancer treatment. So it really ends up being a grassroots event that we have to try to find ways to fund these research projects because childhood cancers are vastly different than adult cancers. What is the difference and how is the treatment different? Unfortunately, some of the treatments are the same and they use similar protocols for the childhood cancers that they use for the adult cancers. And children are in a different stage of development. They haven't fully developed yet. So while these are the best treatments out there now, they have a significant impact on children, not unlike what happens to adults when they have to go through chemotherapy or radiation. And yet for a child's body, it's like magnifying it. Well, it is. And that's what happened to Beth and Brad Besner's child, Ian, who passed away 13 years ago. And that's why I Care, I Care got started. So what exactly, in addition to funding research, what else do you do? Well, in addition to the funding of the research, we also help families in the South Florida community who have children suffering from cancer. So, for example, if a family can't afford to get their child to the hospital, we can help. We also invite children and their families for free to fundraising events. So, for example, last year we hosted four cancer patients from Joe DiMaggio Children's Hospital and Nicholas Children's Hospital and their families to a top golf event that we had. And all of them had a blast. It gave them an opportunity to step away from all the challenges that they face in dealing daily with the cancer and the treatments from the cancer. So it's something that we intend to continue doing. And finally, one of the missions of iCareCure is to increase awareness that childhood cancers are there, that they are underfunded, and that we need additional funds to make sure that we get the necessary treatments for these kids. So how do you go about raising funds? We do it across the board. We have events all year long. For instance, I mentioned the Top Golf event. That was a great fundraising event that we had last October. We had about 150 people at the Top Golf event raised quite a bit of money. We also annually have a golf tournament that has turned out to be a big success. We had this past year about 110 golfers, and we, again, raised a lot of money. We do meatball and martini events. Last year we had one at Anthony's Runway 84 Mm -hmm. and other types of events. So we're continually trying to innovate and come up with different ideas. We also have some excellent sponsors, uh, some larger companies that can also help out, and it's a good way to help fund the organization. So if I could, I'll throw a few of the names out at you. Some of our bigger sponsors include the law firms of Greenspoon Martyr, Bressler, Amory, and Ross, Trade Station, the Thomas E. Greenbaum Foundation, that's my family foundation, the Tannenbaum family, Bank United, and Cushman Wakefield. So we really try to do as broad-based an effort as we can to raise funds from anywhere that we can because it's such an important cause. Let's just say someone's listening right now. They're not going to attend event, but they want to donate money. Can they go to your website? Absolutely. They can go to icareicure.org. That's icareicure.org. And it's a very easy portal to go ahead and use your credit card information and donate to the charity. There are a lot of other opportunities to donate if you can't make it to the event. And I think the important thing is to periodically check back on the website. We are also across social media from Facebook to LinkedIn to Instagram. And we try to get the word out because it's so important. You have a big event coming up next week that we're going to talk about in a few minutes. 
the 13th annual 5K Run Walk Color Run Family Fun Day and Blues Concert. This is a a big, big benefit. But first, I want to talk a little more about the work of I Care, I Cure and how important it is. When you're looking to choose a project to fund that's doing research, how do you make those decisions? We have a committee that looks at potential research projects, and we also, as I said earlier, work with other childhood cancer charity foundations throughout the country, in particular Alex's Lemonade Stand up in Philadelphia. And as a result of our collaboration with them, we identify those researchers, both in the United States and worldwide, that are involved in particular researches designed to find gentler treatments, basically immunotherapy-type treatments that don't do the kind of things to children's bodies that these toxic chemotherapeutic drugs do. Have you seen improvement in how these treatments are working with children? There have been some successes. Uh, There's still a lot of the research projects we're involved in that are in the trial phases, but we do see some positive benefits coming out of them. But again, this is the really frustrating thing about this type of research is that you're going to have failures along the way. You have to try things to see if they do work. And so it's a really long process, not unlike it is for adult therapies as well. And it's something that we're just committed to because I think at the end of the day, we are going to find better treatments. And I hope that I Care, I Cure is uh, instrumental in in working toward that objective. And, you know, the advocacy that you talk about with educating people and making them aware of the importance of this really is critical when you look at the improvements in breast cancer because there is so much advocacy for breast cancer. If people don't know that there's a need, they can't donate to help move forward with research. That's true, and there are organizations that are more focused on the lobbying efforts, but it's really difficult because Childhood cancers, when you have that in your family and you're dealing with that as a parent, your world is crumbling. It's one thing for a parent who has smoked or has drank or some other things, heredity, what have you, have caused the cancer. But think about children. They've done nothing to cause this. They're just children. And and trying to deal with that on a day-to-day basis is a huge challenge, and I think we just need to get greater exposure for this challenge. If it's not too hard for you to talk about, what was your personal experience with your son, who's now, thank God, 37? What were some of the most difficult things in dealing with the treatment? Everything, if you think about it. I was a young parent just starting out with my new business and trying to deal with getting my child to the hospital. And when he would be in the hospital, which was on a fairly regular basis, we would be there with other parents who were going through the same thing. Many of the people who we met at the hospital after a while didn't show up anymore. Unfortunately, we knew why, Mm. because their child had passed away. So it's just really horrible to go through everything. You think about it daily. Is your child going to make it when our son almost died from uh, blood infection? You were in the hospital and we're checking his uh, his temperature, which is up above 106, and thinking mm. this is going to be the last day he's around. So it, it, it was just very harrowing, and uh, especially back then when you didn't have the research capabilities that you had today. And if there's one thing I could tell parents who are going through this right now, 
learn as much as you can. Go to the internet and learn as much as you can. Ask as many questions as you can, and do not look at the statistics. Okay. Our son's statistic was fifty-fifty, Ellen, and he's here today. Right. And if you think about it, sadly, the Besner's son had a much better chance at survival because he had a treatable leukemia, and he died from the treatments. Right. Just totally horrible. Are there specific websites you can recommend? There's so much incorrect information that people can get terrified. Like you say, you look at the statistics, you don't want to. Um, I had a friend who had pancreatic cancer. And at that point, the survival rate was, uh, you know, 5%. And I said, but you know what? Someone is that 5%. Why can't it be you? So when the statistics are better, that's great. But like you say, you can't think in terms of someone being a statistic. They're your child. No, and I would recommend that people go to well-known websites where I typically go if I want information. I'll go to Alex's Lemonade Stand Foundation's website alexslemonade.org and it's just a wonderful resource for information about childhood cancers. St. Jude is another organization that does great things for children with cancer. Locally we have Joe DiMaggio Children's Hospital, Nicholas Children's Hospital in Miami. These are great institutions that have wonderful cancer programs where you can get information if you need it. So I really encourage everybody, if you are unfortunately involved or have a child who is suffering from cancer to reach out to any of these organizations. Now, when you talk about the outreach programs to support families, you can help drive someone to treatments. What are some of the other ways that you offer support? And are there fees for your services? There are no fees for our services. We are here to help. We will open our wallet for anybody in need if they need help to get to the grocery store, if they need help with groceries. Uh, we're actually in the process of putting this aspect of the program together because it's a fairly new mission of iCare Cure, but we're trying to do more for the community. For instance, one of the things we did at Joe DiMaggio Children's Hospital, we now sponsor one of their therapy dogs. The therapy dog is Freedom, a golden retriever, and we have uh, our logo on Freedom's vest. And Wonderful. So we're, we're just trying to get our name out there, Ellen, to just show that this really is an important cause. Well, one of the best ways that people can get to know you better is to come out and experience you, meet you, meet all of the folks at I Care, I Cure, and meet the children who you are helping. And I mentioned next week, February 29th, is the 13th annual 5K Run Walk Color Run, Family Fun Day, and Blues Concert at Nova Southeastern University. Tell us about what's going to happen. The great news, Ellen, about February 29th, no one should have any other plans because it's a leap year day. <laughs> That's so, right. <laughs> so we're, we're hoping to see a lot of people there. In fact, we already have close to 1,000 people who have registered for the event. Wow. And I'm happy to tell you a little bit about it. Okay. This is our 13th annual I Care, I Cure Childhood Cancer Foundation Charity 5K Color Run and Blues Concert that's being held next Saturday, February 29th, at Nova Southeastern University's campus in Davie. I'm thinking that this is going to be our best event ever. Uh, people should try to arrive by 8 o'clock in the morning so they can warm up for the timed 5K, which is going to start at 8.30 sharp. If you're not a runner, I wouldn't worry because a bunch of people are going to walk the 3.1-mile course. We've had people do that in the past, and it works out great. Uh, the 5K is going to be followed at 930 with a one-mile color run, and this is something that kids...
kids just love. Oh, I bet. It is a bit messy, but kids love it, and we even get some of the parents to participate in this as well. And uh, so that's going to take about 30 minutes. And then at 10 o'clock in the morning, we have local blues legend Joey Gilmore, who's going to take the stage with his band for a two-hour blues concert. Love it. And uh, if, if you don't know Joey, he's won several music awards during his long career and reminds me kind of like B.B. King. He's that kind of a wow. blues guy. So okay. uh, we're really looking forward to that. And we, we have a lot more things going on during the concert. Uh, we're going to have food trucks, ice cream compliments of one of our great sponsors, Hoffman's Chocolates, mm. mimosa and beer compliments of Hoplite Brewery. And we also have some appearances. So the Roar Corps and Victor E. Rat are going to be showing up from the Florida <laughs> Panther organization. Okay. And that's always fun to do. And we're also going to have Freedom, who I mentioned earlier. Our, our Freedom, the Joe DiMaggio Children's Therapy Dog, is going to make an appearance. Oh, people are going to go nuts. I'm familiar with Pumpkin, the therapy dog, and they're wonderful. They really are. They just make a difference when a child's in the hospital dealing with the pain and suffering that they're going through, and it just puts a smile on these kids' faces. But that's not all, Ellen. We have oh, more there's more. Okay. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, we're going to have a bounce house. There's going to be face painting for kids. We have a big obstacle course that's being set up that's going to be a lot of fun. And we also have a raffle. So if anybody wants to take a chance on the raffle, there's some great prizes we're going to be giving away. And, uh, of course, all the proceeds from the raffle go to help kids suffering from cancer. And you have different fees for different things, like someone could do just the 5K and not stay for the rest of the day, or someone could come just for the concert, right? We do. And uh, basically everybody who wants to register can go to www.icare.org, and there will be a link to the event. For people who want to participate in the 5K, the cost is only $30, and of course they get the concert to go along with that. For somebody who wants to do the color run, and this will be kids, so it's a little cheaper for kids, there's a $15 registration fee, and again, all of those registrants can stay for the concert. And anybody who just feels like they want to go out on a Saturday morning and listen to some blues, $15 to get in. And we've actually got a discount coupon for your listeners. Okay. When your listeners register, if they type in in the discount code section, easy 931 that's easy 931 that will get them $5 off the registration fee. And that's spelling out E-A-S-Y? Yes, E-A-S-Y 931. It is not case sensitive. Okay. So uh, you type that in and there should be a $5 discount that shows up. And then you can go ahead and register and hopefully a whole bunch of your listeners will want to come out to the event. I certainly hope so, because it's going to be not just fun, but also inspiring to see children who have cancer, who are out there enjoying themselves. And it really brings it home to people that this can happen to anyone. So your $15 is so well spent and everyone gets a great day out of it. And you don't have to clean up after the color run. <laughs> That's right, although you may want to consider that before you put your kids back in your car. Gotcha. Okay. Um, we have also put the information about that on our Facebook events page, so you can go and find it. Uh, again, it's next Saturday, February 29th, for I Care, I Cure, the Childhood Cancer Foundation, looking to find better treatments for childhood cancer and also support families here in South Florida who need assistance 
with just the day-to-day is so difficult to get through, and the work you're doing has a huge impact. So, Steve Greenbaum, I thank you for taking the time and sharing your personal story. I know that has to be difficult to tell, and thank goodness it's a happy ending, and I know that you're committed to making many more happy endings for our community members. We certainly thank you for having us on the program, and we will make a difference. Thank Thank you. you, Again, it's icareicure.org to see all of the information. And go to our Facebook page, Easy 93.1, which is the same code that you'll use when you purchase your tickets for a discount to find all the information about the 13th Annual 5K Run Walk, Color Run, Family Fun Day, and Blues Concert. Steve, have a great day. Thank you. Thank you. You too, Ellen. We have Evan Snow with us with Choose 954. This is an organization that you created as a way to bring culture and community together in Broward County. One of the things that you're doing that's really special is the 1000 Mermaids Artificial Reef Project. Tell us about that. Thank you very much for having me and the opportunity to share our nonprofit with you and your listeners. So throughout my journey with Choose 954, I've met many artists. And a project came along that I couldn't say no to. I was introduced to two local artists who are sculptors and body casters who make art out of the human body. They told me of their idea to put sculptures of human people in the form of mermaids in the ocean. And when they told me the story of how they made this sculpture for a gentleman that owned a yacht in the form of his wife as a mermaid, And when they told me that when they went to deliver it, the guy said, I had bad news. I lost my business. I lost my boat. I lost my wife. True South Florida scammer. He went to federal prison, but that's a different story. Oh, my God. (laughs) When they said to the guy, what do you want me to do with the sculpture? He said, I don't care. Throw it in the ocean. That's when the light bulbs went off for my friends. And that's when the light bulb went off for me when I heard that. And growing up in South Florida, We are aware of the situations plaguing our coral reefs, and this is a way that we found we can help raise awareness about the situations plaguing our coral reefs by using art as a creative problem solver while potentially unlocking the key to saving the coral reefs with some of the advancements and patents and innovations that we've been able to develop and integrate into the construction of these sculptures that we're putting underwater. And it's a really, really exciting time. Why mermaids? So mermaids are the human connection to the ocean, you know, half human, half fish, mermaid, however you want to slice it up. And we wanted to create something that would have a legacy. And we wanted something that is ultimately going to live forever under the seafloor. And mermaids technically live on the seafloor, if you believe in mermaids or not. So utilizing a symbolistic icon for a way to bring people in, creating not just a destination for divers, but creating a destination for research, a destination for citizen scientists, a destination for our community to have this underwater sculpture garden, this revolutionary public art form, which is free and open to the public you have to have access to a boat and be a scuba diver to get out there but the mermaid is such a peaceful beautiful symbol that uh thankfully it lends itself well to being body casted and made into a sculpture as well so the goal is to put 1000 of these underwater along the east coast and florida is home to the largest 
barrier reef tract in the country. It's the third largest in the world reef tract spanning from the Keys past Palm Beach County. And we started here in Fort Lauderdale and Broward County. We've expanded up to Palm Beach County with the support from the Department of Environmental Resources and Protection up there. But unfortunately, our reefs in South Florida, as well as in Bahamas, Mexico, Australia, and around the world ultimately need saving. So we are starting here. We've placed some in the water here, but we're now leveraging and extending our resources and advancements out to scientists and researchers and government organizations in other parts of the world. Because unfortunately, coral reefs are the Amazons of the ocean. They mm. are the rainforest that provide the lungs, the oxygen. They provide habitat for thousands of species of fish. They provide a break wave and help break down the energy from waves so that we don't have these large storm surges when these huge waves come in. So while we are glad to provide these resources in our backyard and, and homes here in South Florida and on the Florida reef track, we realized we couldn't just stop here. And the project has, you know, kind of taken a, a life of its own and is bringing us places that we never thought we would be at this point. What can people do to support your efforts? All we could ever hope for is a like, a follow on social media, tell a friend to tell a friend, purchase a t-shirt on the website with proceeds going back into the project. We are a 501c3 nonprofit. We do have the ability to cast and we don't have to body cast. We actually have a 3D scanning technology where we can replicate your likeness, but we have the ability to have your legacy, your family's legacy, your company or your foundation's legacy live forever under the seafloor as part of this revolutionary project. It's not just a legacy thing where somebody has to pass away. That's an option as well. But we could have your company's logo, your foundation's logo in this underwater gallery where it's kind of like the gift that keeps giving because as more and more divers go down there and dive it and take photos of it and post it on social media, it just creates so many more legs to it. But more so than the content and, and that part, this is actually really an awareness project at heart. And because of that human connection to the mermaid, one of the thoughts was we're hopefully raising awareness about what people hopefully won't put in their boats and put in the ocean, which mm. is plastic and, and all those things, because, hey, that's my friend's reef down there. That's my family's reef down there. Don't throw plastic in the ocean. Don't litter cigarette butts on the beach. So there's a whole awareness campaign that's another part of it. All we really could hope for is that we can leave this place better than where we found it. And unfortunately, our reefs, our oceans, and our environment are in pretty bad shape. How does someone, if they want to be one of the people who are body cast and memorialized forever young, <laughs> um, how can they arrange for that? So yes, your body will never be younger than it is at the moment when it's cast. That's a good thing to keep in mind. You can reach out to us and we'll schedule a studio session in our Flagler Village studio location, or we have our 45,000 square foot reef builders facility in Boynton Beach. It's completely private. And as we mentioned, if somebody doesn't want to be plastered with that traditional uh, <laughs> body casting process, we actually have the ability to do a 3D scan now. And it's a, a really, a really cool thing to see. 
And now you're going to have to start a diving school so that people who don't know how to dive or snorkel can experience this. Although you can also see video and pictures on the website, a thousandmermaids.com. We've actually created a cool ranger citizen science program where we're certifying middle school and high school students in scuba diving so that they can actually be the next wave of change makers and help us hands-on with different fractions of the project from monitoring the reef to help us out planting coral fragments these super corals which are one of the most encouraging steps to help regenerate and save the reefs from a coral restoration perspective we're going to extend that program to veterans and really anybody that wants to help as a quote-unquote citizen scientist, which is a really cool thing because so many people dive and you could just dive recreationally and and that's all well and good. But if you want to do a little bit more while you're out there diving, we've created some really, really unique opportunities and we're really excited partnering with the Urban Farming Institute of Oakland Park that we've now certified over 30 kids to scuba dive and help us hands-on on the reef. We're doing this ultimately for them because this project's going to last way beyond our lifespan and and our legacy. Right. And it's wonderful because it gives them a chance to really see what the impact is, not only the damage, but now they can see the repair in the process. So how do kids get involved in this program? If you email us at info at 1000mermaids.com or education at 1000mermaids.com, we'll connect you with our education coordinator and we'll go through the steps for the certification process. We're going to continue doing them in waves, quarterly, annually, throughout the rest of our lives as we work on this project. And if you are already certified, you can still be a coral ranger. Just reach out to us, log on the website, www.1000mermaids.com, and you can find one of the coral ranger overview videos on the website, on our YouTube page. And it's really, really cool that we're creating more human connections to the reef because going back to the awareness and going back to these reefs are out of sight, out of sight, out of mind for so many people. Now, you know, oh, my nephew, my grandkid is a coral ranger and he's, he's out there helping save the reefs or she's out there helping save the reefs. There's so many beautiful legs to this project We're really excited, especially with some of the patents that we've developed, that we might have unlocked the key to saving the coral reefs. And the way that we've been able to do that, utilizing art as a problem solver, is just such a breath of fresh air at a time where we need it now more than ever. Yeah. I want to clarify that it's 1000, the number 1000, mermaids.com. What are your social media tags? Same, the number 1000, mermaids. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube page has a lot of underwater video clips so you can see. And we're very excited that our first reefs went in the ocean August 21st, and we've already began to see growth within just a few months, which is a huge credit and kudos to our reef builder, Chris O'Hare of Reef Cells for the material mix, the cement mix, extensive years of research and development. But we're seeing growth, which is, I mean, we never would have thought when we set out to do this three years ago, especially just the artists, Ernest and Sierra starting themselves, that we would be where we are now going to the leading coral reef symposium in the world that takes place every four years in Bremen, Germany to present our little project from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. It's a really exciting time. 
It's wonderful Amen. what you're doing for our ocean and our coast and our community. Amen. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you for allowing us to share with uh, with your listeners. And we're grateful for the support of EC93.1. Evan Snow, Choose 954 and 1000mermaids.com. Thank you. Thank you, Ellen. I'm Ellen Jaffe. You've been listening to EZ's Community Focus, looking at the issues that matter in South Florida and the people and organizations that are making a difference. If you'd like information about the program or would like to suggest a topic, you can email me at ellen at easy93.com. Join us again next Sunday at 6.50 for an all-new edition of EZ's Community Focus. Thank you for listening. Have a great day. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24.